Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This is Mary-Kate Gulick with Omaha AMA, and you are listening to AMP, the actionable marketing podcast with the Omaha chapter of the American Marketing Association. Today, we are here with our guest, Angie Kubicek. She is the Chief Marketing Officer at Firespring. Now, you may have heard of Firespring. They've been listed in the Inc. Fastest Growing 5,000 Companies a couple of times now. Yeah. They've kind of been a boon for Nebraska, and I think that you guys are officially like the largest agency in the state now. I I do believe we are the largest that we have in Nebraska right now, and um, the first B Corp, which is also super cool. That is very exciting, especially, you know, when you're trying to recruit fantastic talent in the area, a B Corp is a is a great way to, to do it. So um, you guys have been doing great things with the state, and that's awesome. Talk to me just a little bit about Firespring. Who are the biggest clients that you guys are working with these days? Oh, we don't like to share our clients out because then people will take them. Just kidding. Um, but no, we work with a variety of clients. One of the awesome things about Firespring is we don't specialize in specific verticals because we feel like that keeps our tools pretty sharp. So Um, One of our top ag clients is Nutrient Ag Solutions, and so um, they're headquartered out of Denver, Colorado, or in Love Lynch, just outside of Denver, and uh, they're a global company, which is really exciting to help them, you know, work on becoming a a company that is feeding America because they help growers and growers grow the food and have the cattle and the livestock we need. So that's a, a pretty awesome passion project for us right now. Uh, St. Baldrick's Foundation is another huge client of ours. We've been with them for, and I'm going to misspeak on the number of years, so a lot of them longer than I've been at Firespring, and they um, help fund pediatric Uh, cancer research. And so they're based in California and we've helped them go from a $4 million organization to over 40 million. Amazing. Yeah. Very cool. It's very fun. So I wanted to talk a little bit about you and bring you in today because you are the speaker for AMA's Power Lunch on September 11th, which we're really excited about. And you're going to come in and talk a little bit about marketing automation. So we wanted to kind of let people know a little bit about Angie. Who's Angie? What makes her tick? And what made you get into marketing to begin with? So We'll start with uh, with the basics. Tell us, give us the the five second rundown of if you had to describe yourself in five seconds, how would you do it? And you can't talk really fast. You had oh, I'm a super excellent fast talker though. So um, me in five seconds, mom, three kids, two dogs, two cats. Actually, they're number five and six. We live on a farm, so eh, that happens. And then uh, marketer, runner, uh, Husker fan. That's me in a nutshell. All the big things. All the things. Now, you have really great experience in marketing around Omaha. You've been with Complete Nutrition, which is a great company. Here you were with Hayneedle as well. So talk to me a little bit about your journey and what some of of your favorite lessons from your past roles have been. Oh, gosh. Uh, So I started, I was really fortunate. When I was going to school in Lincoln, um, UNL grad, I had this really fortunate opportunity to take these super fun internships on. And I started with Smart Chicken and... With that, we were helping the field sales team like get into Kroger's and kind of like beat down the path to sales. And so it was a really great springboard for me in my career. And I learned very quickly 
just to figure it out. Like figure it out is usually what I tell people or now it's like Google it because that's any, everyone can become an expert if you Google it. Um, and so I learned that there and then randomly got a job at Hay Needle after pulling an all-nighter for four finals, interviewed for a search engine optimization position, which when I Googled it, literally had like three definitions, no real training. And I think because the woman worked out with my mom, I literally got the job through nepotism and then busted my ass to make it through. And so I had an HTML for dummies book on my desk on my first day. And my boss was like, this will be your friend. Figure it out. Here's your checklist. Talk to your coworkers and go. And then the digital evolution happened. And so it was Facebook had profiles. And then I was like, well, we became a brand and they needed someone to help manage the PR agency and no one had done it. And so I said, I could do it. And so I just raised my hand. And so that is always my advice. You don't have to have the background. You don't have to have the technical skills. You just have to have the guts to go for it. And you also have to work really hard and willing to figure it out so you can be an expert at it. Do that and people will respect you and give you the ball to run up the field all the time. But if you wait for it, I mean, have fun waiting and that's what's going to happen. And that's literally how I evolved in my entire career was just raised my hand. It sounded interesting. I didn't wait for someone to give me permission and went and did it. And that's how I basically got promoted my entire career. And when I see people waiting for it to be handed to them, I... I don't have time for that. And Mm -hmm. it drives me crazy. I think that's fascinating. Um, First of all, I can't let this go without commenting on how meta it is that you Googled SEO to learn about (laughs) it. Literally. I mean, I I was like, I don't even know what this job is that I'm applying for, (laughs) but it's in digital marketing. And I knew that was going to be a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I love this idea that, yes, raise your hand, figure it out. Just because I don't know how to do it right now doesn't mean that I can't learn it. I have Mm -hmm. faith in myself and I can learn these things. What is it that stops people from doing that? Fear. And self-doubt. And I think people think that there's this great process. And if you're in marketing, like I'm going to tell you now, process is completely crap in our field. Like everything changes. The minute you think you've figured out the Google algorithm or what Facebook's going to do next, they're going to pull the rug out from underneath you. So you need to have some core tenets and principles and kind of have faith in yourself. And that is literally what marketing to me is all about. And that's where you see the great marketers thrive And then you see people kind of get stuck where they're at Mm -hmm. and companies get stuck every single day because of that. Really good insight. So I like this idea that if you have enough swagger and if you have enough confidence, people will pretty much let you do anything. Yeah. Good life lesson. I mean, yeah, you just got to BS your way through sometimes. Mm -hmm. There is a a thing in fake it till you make it. Now you can't completely fake it, but you got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. You mentioned um, kind of core tenets and principles. What are your core principles and values that kind of lead you through? Oh, gosh. Um, Well, like I said, I started an SEO and I have to give Cheryl Hartzog a huge shout out. She was kind of my early career mentor at Hay Needle, which that place at the time was like a beacon for career growth because you worked with the best. Like I remember we had PPC specialist where we would pay other agencies a ton of money to perform better than our team and no one could do it. And so to work in Omaha with a team of people who could do Google advertising better than anyone else in the world essentially was one of the coolest experiences to get exposed to. But for me, the core tenant is you have to know what you're working towards and having those goals and then build every other narrative around that. And if you do that, 
even if it fails, you'll have failed with poise and people will respect it than if you're just doing the shotgun approach every single time. And another key value is always keep learning. Like if you're not reading or listening to a podcast, which if you're listening to this, clearly you're already winning because you're trying to expand yourself. Yeah. But I mean, Mary's amazing. So you should listen to her all the time. But um, those are some of the values that I look for in my team members and the people I work with. And then as we approach our marketing work for any of our clients, it all starts with strategy. So what are we trying to achieve? Research it. Even if you only have 30 minutes, research it and then set your key KPIs out there and go. Excellent. So in your position now as chief marketing officer, mm-hmm. one of the things that you get to be responsible for is deciding who's going to come on the Fire Spring team. Yes. And you see a lot of resumes come in the door. You interview a lot of people. Yeah. When you're interviewing people and when you're getting to you know, decide who is going to fit into this culture, who is going to be the next person that we bring on board to help us grow, who are the people that you are absolutely like, nope, no thank you? What are the things that people can avoid doing when they're coming in front of you? Oh, man, if you haven't LinkedIn stalked the person you're going to meet with, I mean, if they don't see your profile name pop up in their LinkedIn that you've looked them up, like I always, that's a flag for me because they're not researching the people they're going to talk to. Um, If they don't know some of the key information on our website, you're immediately out. Um, And then part of it's like how confident are you in that, that meeting and knowing what you're going for and having what you want to work for. When I ask people, you know, what do you want out of this position or where do you see yourself in five years? It's kind of a fluff question, but in a way you can see like how serious is someone taking their career? If I had a candidate one time say like, I don't know, this will work for a while, but I'm going to probably move to Nashville. And I was like, hard pass. I have no time for like, just lie to me, at least lie to me in the interview and act like you want to work with me forever. But those are some of the things I see some junior people do. And then I want people to tell me, call me on my stuff. So I always ask people, what could we do better as a fire spring marketing? When we talk about fire spring, how else, where do you see holes in our marketing strategy? And um, I want people to call each other out on the carpet because you should never be the best in the room. So I always look for people who have a different opinion. That's great. So the opposite question, what is for any candidate that's come in for any position, how, who has surprised you the most? Who has given you the thing when you're like, yep, I love you. You are an amazing oh, person gosh. and I want to work with you. I had a person pull a full audit of my company's website and t- they like had mapped out their first like 90 days because they were applying for a website role and they straight up were like, your website's awful for a place I had worked. And I was like, yeah, okay, I guess uh, it's pretty solid. So that was a pretty killer moment. <laughs> You have to be pretty secure to be able to take that, all right, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, that was what they were getting hired for. So I think they were prepared to ask, answer SEO questions or, you know, you always get asked, what would you do in the first 90 days? And they they knew what they were going to do in the first 90 days. Very cool. So you mentioned that one of the things that you really value is people who always keep learning and who are listening to podcasts, reading books. Where do Mm -hmm. you go um, on the daily to learn new things about marketing and to keep your sh- your skills sharp. I go to Twitter. I'm a total Twitter voyeur. Every now and then I'll post because I'm supposed to be posting and then because I do it for a living for other people, I rarely post on my own channels. But um, I, Twitter's my aggregated feed of all the people who are smarter than me. So like Bruce Clay, Gary Vee, um, Rand Stegen, um, Rand Fishkin, just like all the people who are leading the field in marketing from niche perspectives through just kind of global thoughts. Um, 
that's I kind of watch what they're talking about and watch what articles they find relevant and important. And that's how I kind of stay on the pulse of what's happening if Google's doing algorithm changes and that kind of stuff because I don't have time to research that all day. No, I I hear you. Feedly is another good tool to use. It's um, You can create categories, aggregate blogs, and then it emails it to you. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Nice little time saver for those mm-hmm. of us with uh, who are limited. And and where Twitter becomes like a, ooh, ultra time suck. I'm looking at this now. That has nothing to do with what I came here to find. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So what about keeping yourself energized? You know, you can do all the learning. You can hear all the podcasts. You can follow all the influencers. But at the end of the day, there's only so much time. And mm-hmm. rest and rejuvenation is really important in order to, um, to keep growing and to be as productive as possible. So what do you do to rest and rejuvenate? What do you do to get yourself fresh for the next day? Oh, gosh. Well, I'm very blessed that I don't need a lot of sleep. I'm one of those really annoying people that can get four hours and be like set for the night. Girl. Um, so I kind of feel like I get to cheat through this a little bit. But uh, I I mean, running's really important to me or working out and having that minute to not be by kids, not to have to talk to another person. I take my black lab out and we go and hit the pavement and Um, to me, that's like a really awesome mental clarity break. Plus I live in an area that's very hilly in Nebraska. And so I feel like I've always like conquered a mountain, but also like you, I tell our, my team members this all the time, um, especially my team members that are parents, but everyone taking time off to take your kid to a doctor appointment is not relaxing, nor is actually taking, I mean, I love my family and family vacations, but if you've just went on a six day vacation you need to take a day for a mom day and so, or dad day or whatever it is. Um, and so I had a girl on my team when I started, she hadn't taken a day off in 13 weeks. Oh. And so she and I literally plotted and we have unlimited vacation. So, but what happens with that, you actually don't use it as often as companies that have strict vacations. So every quarterly conversation, I ask my team member, like what half day are you taking or full day this quarter for you to go get a massage or whomever, whatever their, their thing is, but trying to make sure that you take that clarity break time is really important. So just being alone for me is like my recharge moment. I think that's a beautiful thing. And everybody out there with kids, write that nonsense down about how when you go on vacation with children, it is not an actual vacation. And take an extra day just I mean, for yourself. it's a lot of planning. Yeah. Holy smokes. And packing. And then uh, by the time you get home, do all the laundry. And uh, it's just, then you need a minute. It's not that it's not wonderful. It's just not restful. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. So this has been great. I wonder if there is any advice that you could give to marketers who are just getting started and who want to have a career as monumental as yours, where they too can say, hey, I just happen to be the chief marketing officer of one of the fastest growing companies Mm -hmm. in my state. What are the five things that they need to do without fail? Uh, One, keep reading or listening, whatever your learning vice is. I drive to Lincoln a couple days a week. So I do a lot of listening in my car um, to put in the time, uh, take your time. So hindsight in life is, I think we, I was taught that the faster you rise, the more impressive that is. And while I've had a great career and I've learned from a lot of mistakes I've made, um, there are people that know who you are and be okay with playing to your strengths and then changing your path based on your strengths it's a lesson we're learning with at Firespring with some team members just as we go and we're currently going through a slight reorg 
is helping play to strengths because you're going to get out of more out of yourself and your team that way. Um, admit failure. Oh my gosh. Eat crow. Trying to be proud will get you nowhere. And then just like do it is fun because then it's not as painful if you have to put in 15 hour days, a few days a week, which I don't advise everyone doing. But if you go home and you're just like, I literally am so drained, get a different job. You're in a state with under 4% unemployment, which means any company that's trying to hire a marketer is hungry for talented people. So if you hate your job, go get a new one. Love it. You are not trapped in a job. No, it's not. Yeah, you're not. There we'll are people who one. have jobs that they love. You companies can be one of them. Companies cannot hire right now. It is the one of the biggest issues with companies is you can't get skilled labor. So if you are not happy with what you're doing, go look at all the job postings and get a new skill. Perfect. And change it up. Change it up. Well, Angie, thank you for joining us today. We're Thanks. really excited to hear yes. from you on September 11th. So if you haven't registered for that, you can go to amaomaha.org. Click events, and you can register for Angie's excellent talk on marketing automation. She's a very dynamic speaker and one of the smartest people that we know. So we are very much looking forward to that. And I would like to also take time to shout out Parkville Media for recording and producing our podcast. They do an awesome job for us, and we are thrilled that we get to work with them. That's all we have for today on the Actionable Marketing Podcast from AMA Omaha. Thanks, everybody. Have a great one. Apartment.